0: Welcome to another edition of Off the Bench, presented by BioFreeze. Zach Rosen here with Chris Garing from WashingtonWizards.com. And joining us, we have the Chief Planning Officer of Monumental Basketball, Sashi Brown. Sashi, good morning. How
1: are you today? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Doing great. Welcome, officially. Oh, uh, thank you. Again, thank you. Yeah. They yeah.
0: say once you're on the podcast, it's official. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we're, <laughs> now, the, we're the arbiters of the of Now my checks will come over from uh, <laughs> payroll. That's yeah, right. There you That's go. Awesome. Uh, but <laughs> it's been over a week now since everything was officially announced. Um, actually feels like much longer ago. I'm sure to you, you've been in a lot of meetings and yeah. like planning a lot already. Um But if you could just kind of take us through what uh, your intro has been like to the organization. You know, you've had a few Mystics games under the belt. We had All-Star last weekend. Uh, Things have been a little quieter on the Wizards front finally now that, you know, the summer is settled. But just what your day-to-day
1: has been like so far. Yeah, it's been really energizing to come in and meet all the people here. I think everyone was super excited for Tommy and to know that he would be our next GM and leader of the the Wizards uh, franchise but been working with him on just getting acclimated understanding kind of the people who are here in the building what everyone does uh, helping to communicate kind of the new structure and role out to the rest of the staff uh, and making some touch points with the players and then Mike and those guys have been out there just winning games in the meantime, so that's been nice. I uh, got to go out and see he and Elaine and the staff and Christy out in Vegas uh, last Saturday for the WNBA All Star game, and that was great too. So it's been a whirlwind of a week. Feels like it's been a month, but uh, it's been it's been fantastic.
2: What was the biggest thing about this structure? I mean, this is like a this is a big structure, a big job. You're going to get to work with a lot of different people, properties. Um, what about this structure kind of spoke to you and was like I want to come to DC and be a part of this and be a part of this kind of uh, a new new look really for this organization
1: yeah I think I want to give credit to Ted and his partners the vision that they laid out was what really attracted me to the opportunity uh, and to the to the challenge I think that we have here is that the traditional mindset has been for decades to have kind of one person overseeing mostly everything and these franchises become really sophisticated and big and um, you know we spend not a small amount of money on player salaries and operations and having sat in that seat of being the person who's in charge in my professional career and and, been part of executive teams. It's a big job. You know, I, I wouldn't want to run a company that's valued at a billion, two billion billion uh, by myself, had everything roll up to me. Uh, you know, I do believe in teams and collaboration, and we've got a very strong team of people here kind of in the leadership structure, senior leadership structure, and a tremendous staff underneath us uh, who I'm continuing to meet daily.
0: So I think a lot of people are thinking what what goes into a decision being made now with this collaboration. Wizards signed Phil Booth the other day uh, to a contract. What was that process like? As much as you can tell us, of course, between you guys on the you know on the monumental basketball level, and then communicating with the Wizards.
1: Yeah, so good question, and I think these things will develop in time. For the first week, mainly right now, <laughs> Tommy Tommy's been great about. Uh, you know, taking the lead and and not burning me with too much. But in time, you know, we'll make sure that Danny, uh, myself, Tommy uh, are all um, aligned. But Tommy's really going to be the one making the roster decisions. And I think Ted said this very well is, you know, we will have kind of a strategic plan and vision for what we want to try to accomplish with the roster. And within uh, those parameters, we're really going to lean heavily on Tommy to make those decisions. But in concert with uh, Danny, who did a great job on CJ last week, and you know we reported that, uh, making sure that we get that foot taken care of, uh, but also on on some of the other signings like Phil and, and others.
2: When you come from you know a lot of your professional experiences in football with a big roster, a lot of players, a totally different game. What kind of processes do you take like from from that environment to here, where you know you're managing a much smaller roster? But are there any kind of like Um, you know principles like outcomes that you that are similar that you want to kind of deliver here
1: you know i'm not sure there's anything unique in terms of my philosophy from where tommy has the program and wants to take the program i think Mm. he's very personal has great relationships with people around the league and within this organization i think he's someone who's got a tremendous amount of charisma but also just genuine care for other people mm-hmm. and when you start with that as kind of your core character trait i think a lot of good things follow and they do and he's going to you know care for the players it's going to be an athlete's first uh, and players first and centric uh, environment and culture here uh, we always want to deal with everyone with respect and uh, make this very much feel like a family over here at saint elizabeth's MedStar performance center Um, campus uh, for everyone up and down Mm -hmm. the roster and and we understand that uh, there are guys and gals who are gonna make a lot more money than their their teammates but we want every athlete here to feel like they're getting the best possible care Um, so I think one is the culture it Mm -hmm. starts there Uh, but there are some other opportunities for us to you know really establish a sense of urgency and relentlessness and competitiveness and excellence across organization Uh, we expect that of our athletes and we certainly expect that in the front office of our staff as well
0: you talked about a vision and i know it's week two there's a collaboration that goes into that but like just preliminary discussions you guys have had besides culture what else is it that you you're you want to see you know develop over time
1: yeah we want to win you know i think (laughs) the nice thing is coming in here um and it's easy to get the juices flowing a little bit now because he's in season with Mike. Yeah. Um, but you can sense, you know, the, we pretty much 365 days a year we're, we're competing here right. at Monumental, which is really yeah. neat. Um, so Tommy and Mike are talking about the coming matchup with Phoenix. And Tommy and I are spending some time talking about the roster. But the competitiveness that just kind of exists here as a baseline in the, in the organization is great. Uh, there's almost—I don't want to say there's no days off—but uh, it's it's an exciting culture to be part of. So we have a lot of strategic discussions that are to be had. We started preliminarily on some of those things in terms of how we'll work together. Uh, some of the resources that we're going to marshal to try to give ourselves competitive advantages and some of the systems that we're going to put in place. We have a really neat opportunity, almost a blank canvas to create a monumental basketball way across organization and with each of our within each of our teams. And so that's an exciting opportunity and to be able to, you know, what better way to start off with teammates than to, you know, sit down and collaborate on exactly how we want to do things.
2: What about what about this city? I mean, you're you're a little bit familiar with Washington. Yeah, uh, it's a chance to kind of come back. You mentioned it's a chance to kind of come home for you and your wife. What do you, you know, basketball, sports, whatever aside, what do you what do you love about this place and, and kind of living here?
1: Yeah, I, I love the history of D.C. in terms of you know sports. I think someone was was telling me Adrian Dantley lives down the road from me uh, up in Bethesda, um, but. You know, my brother and I've been in this community for the better part of 15 years with business owners uh, as well. And I started my law firm career here at WilmerHale. So it's been, you know, a great home for us. My wife and I got married here. Um, none of our kids were born here, but uh, it, it's very much home for us, you know, the way we think about it. So to be back and be able to go to all my old haunts where I know how to get, where to get the good food <laughs> that's, that's, that's not necessarily known to everybody is, is really exciting. And, um, you know, to deliver high-quality basketball across all of our teams is going to be really exciting uh, because I know the fan base here. That's probably the most exciting piece. Uh, I didn't probably grow up, it would have been Bullets back then, because um, I'm old, but uh, <laughs> but I did grow up a Redskins fan. And yeah. one of the things that I really loved about the Redskins was the blue-collar, hard-work mentality that, um, you know, that team had. It wasn't a team full of stars. Uh, and I remember literally on TV seeing RFK rock up and down with the, the rabid fan base here, and we're going to bring that energy right to Capital One Arena. And uh, we are going to bring that hard-hat mentality onto the floor every night. Uh, with scott and tommy and and mike and uh his guy his gals already already very much down that road so looking forward to that Mm -hmm.
0: when you i mean you mentioned football obviously most of your sports career has been in football Mm. what did what did you take away from those experiences with the jaguars and browns and you know to just be like all right well you know we did this in football i know it probably won't work in basketball but you can take some of those concepts still Mm -hmm
1: yeah yeah I think there's a lot that does transfer and especially in terms of the core values I do think winning is the result of of doing a lot of things well and uh, some of those things are technical uh, skills obviously in in the particular sport but a lot of the those the elements of winning are just the foundational organizational pieces that you have to put in place good people character working hard every day Um, and then strategically Uh, what it takes to understand, you know, a league and a system and find the competitive advantages, execute on those, Uh, all those things we'll be able to bring to the table here. But the big thing, I think, again, for us is establishing the right culture right off the bat um, with our players and making sure that, um, you know, the guys understand how serious we are about winning here and uh, that we support them as best as possible.
0: You mentioned the Mystics this past weekend also. Um, What did you learn from just being down there, like, right away about maybe Elena and Christy, but also Mike? I mean, really, just he's really into the game. You know that. He's been around the sport forever. He's just (laughs) like an an old school, like, married to the game kind of guy. Um, But what did you learn from them down there?
1: Yeah, I mean, the best part was definitely seeing... Mike on the sidelines and you could just see the inner Mike crying you know because the game didn't have the right amount of defense nobody was <laughs> right. out, boxing out it was pretty funny just to watch and I sat actually with his wife during the game and we had a nice chat and we we had to laugh at him 20-25 times it was great um, but to see you know Elena is obviously tremendous and Chrissy's tremendous and to see them on that stage it was it was a really nice game so it was fun uh, but but, I love what Mike brings to every practice the focus um, the work ethic, the competitiveness the 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 seriousness with which you know he he leads because I think a lot of those elements um, really all those elements exist in mm-hmm. in the athletes as well and so. Uh, but, but he really embodies that and I think, you know, pulls that out of out of the team. And so I think we'll see that again tonight and through the rest of the season, the second half. I know they're very focused on, you know, one goal and that's to win it all. Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: He is like he's definitely more of like a regular season postseason coach than an all star game coach. And it's <laughs> really it's gonna be really fun. It's gonna be really fun to just watch them compete. And I mean, he's built that program so much. Um and, you know, to have those two stars to really bring it around is really awesome. Yeah. And to have Christy as part of the Wizards organization, too. Awesome. Um, just the crossover, it's it's really unique here. Yeah, know? she's going to help us a ton. ton. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. The last, you know, basketball element, I guess, more so, uh, I don't want to put down Wizards district gaming, but the go-go, just the connection that, you know, we're trying to build here, the Wizards and go-go, like AAA baseball, right? You know, you want to make it kind of like, Hey, they're in our back door. Let's let's, you know, utilize them as much as possible. How do you keep the players from, you know, not being distracted by the fact that they're being, you know, called up and down just that it's about, you know, getting better?
1: Yeah, I think good communication uh, again, kind of that respect for for those players. We want those guys to really focus on, you know, being the best they can day to day and taking care of what's in front of them. Not being shy about what their ultimate goals might be, but also understand that the most important thing you need to do is kind of your assignments today, whether that's in the weight room or or during a game. And, you know, to be able to see Brad and John and the other guys in here working uh, at a level that, that they want to be at. But also as a reminder for some of the players on the Wizards and Mystics that have made it of what it takes to get to the level that they've achieved. Uh, so that they can remember that, you know, there's, there's folks out there nipping on their heels, and it's a privilege for all of us to be part of the WNBA or the NBA. Um, so I think the go-go gives us a tremendous opportunity to learn um, and to do some some different things uh, to, to really, you know, really push kind of on the roster and how we want to build, how we want to play. So we're excited about what opportunities that will present down a lot.
2: And the and like building a program, obviously, so many teams don't have their G League team right in the same facility. Right. Um, the the advantages of the Gogo being here are some of them are obviously are very obvious. But what what to you is is so important about just having them down the hall and being able to talk, you know, not only talk, you know, like you would over the phone, but really like meet, review things, and and kind of just make sure that everything is. Um, together across your entire basketball program, on the yeah. NBA side at least.
1: Yeah, that consistency is really important. It also allows us to get to know the players on the go-go mm-hmm. as well differently than right. we would otherwise. You know, it's less of a, a scouting trip, but more of a living together mm-hmm. for, for some time. And you know, that's that's unique and valuable. And again, credit to uh, Ted and the ownership group's vision here of of really building out a basketball platform. Uh, so the sharing, the camaraderie, the sense of family and, um, you know, kind of all of us represent my, you know, sports, all of us represent, you know, the, the greater Washington, D.C. region. Um, and so we're going to root for each other and, and be that family.
0: Last question for me. Uh, you look now the rest of the summer, we've got a lot of guys playing, you know, overseas and the World Cup and all that. But for you. Are you just going to use this as like an adjustment period and then get ready for the season. You know, obviously you have the mystics going on and all that, but no more vacation, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I wish it was as simple as kind of show up when games start, but no, there's a ton of work behind the scenes. And, and again, I think, and I, I guess, but the, I think that the idea and, and the basis for the vision here is that we have a big platform and we have multiple franchises all working out of facility Uh, that's that's great here and we're working to make that as best as we possibly can but we want a program that uh, that is customized for each team but also has you know shared elements here and support for not only our athletes uh, which are going to be at the forefront of everything we do but also uh, that we enforce the culture we want across kind of uh, the entire building um, and everybody here and so there are um, right from Ted and his ownership group down, there are core values that are just going to be part of everything that we do. Uh, but there's a lot of back-end work to do as well, um, foundational things to put in place. Again, building those systems we talked about collaborating together and, and putting in place in our processes. Um, but there's also a lot of opportunity we have you know, strategically uh, to learn from each other and work with each other uh, medical perform medical team's performance and opportunities there. So we're excited about having all that together. Uh, having it all be you know elite and, and world class in terms of its execution. Uh, so you know that that really is kind of my task to make sure that that's working across all the teams and then within each team that we're doing everything that we can to bring championships back here to DC.
0: Awesome. well, Sasha, we appreciate you coming on this beautiful tuesday morning uh, <laughs> in this wonderful conference room uh, but i know we'll definitely catch up with you at some point you know not if not before the season during the season it was great having you on yeah well um, i
1: appreciate it thanks guys thanks for listening to today's
0: episode of off the bench uh, we want to remind you that this podcast is powered by Biofreeze the official top core reliever of the Washington Wizards biofreeze offers fast acting long lasting powerful pain relief to help you feel no limits biofreeze can be found at your local retailer as well as online